Beyond the Mic with Sean Dillon. We're joined on the star line by a correspondent, sports columnist, and one of only two writers who have earned sports writing's three highest honors, the Red Smith Award, the Pan America ESPN Lifetime Achievement Award for Literary Sports Writing, and the Dan Jenkins Medal for Excellence in Sports Writing. Author of My Home Team, the Titan from Illinois Wesleyan University, we welcome Dave Kindred. Hello, Sean. Thank you for having me. I appreciate it. Dave, let's go beyond the mic. You were paid very well to cover Muhammad Ali, the Olympics, and starting with the 1964 World Series. You retired and started covering the Lady Potters, the Morton High School women's team for Milk Duds. In which way does covering this team give you greater satisfaction than covering a World Series? My time at the top of the sports writing food chain, uh, I was a dispassionate, unbiased performer. You know, I, I needed to be, I thought, removed from the action. I, I was unbiased. I didn't care who won. I rooted for a story. With the girls, it was much different. With the girls, you know, it was not, it was not big time. It was not millions of dollars at stake. It was girls playing because they were they had this they came to the game with the same passion, the same commitment to be good, the same ambition to succeed. It was just so much more relaxed, I think. And it was it was fun to see that at bottom it's the same game. At bottom it's the same game. It's people trying to be better than they can be, people trying to reach places that they didn't know they could get to, but you still see it when they're 16 or 17 years old. You know, I, I'd never saw Michael Jordan when he was 16 years old, but I saw some great high school girls basketball players who are 16 years old, who came to the game with the same commitment. So it was always fun. And, and I could be a fan, you know, I no longer was working for a publication or a, a radio station that demanded that you be, uh, unbiased. It wasn't. It was not so much that I was a homer rooted for them, but certainly it was more fun when they won, and I, and I reflected that. You separated your story into your own origins, your rebirth of writing for the Potters, and your life without your late wife. Each of these moments have special meanings to you. When you wrote this book, what lesson did you want to pass on? That life goes on. Life goes on. That in moments of darkness. There can be light. In, in moments of darkness, for me, you know, I was these these years in the book cover my age from sixty nine to eighty two. Sixty nine to eighty two, a lot of things happen in life. I had a grandson who died. My wife had a catastrophic stroke, and and she was in a nursing home for five and a half years before she died. You know, in those years, the girls' basketball team sustained me. There were people there. I sat with grandmothers in what we called grandmother row. I knew the grandfathers. I knew parents. I knew a father who picked up his injured daughter and carried her to the locker room. I saw things in girls' high school basketball that I had never seen in professional sports. And it was, it was much more human. And what I hope people would take from this book is that even in the darkness, there is light. You know, people will bring light. And that's what these girls did for me. You wrote back in 1995 about the Colorado Silver Bullets, a women's pro baseball team who played against men. Is there a reason why stories about women athletes are better? 
I don't know that it's much better, but I think it's different. It's just, it's just different. It's people being willing and brave enough to challenge assumptions and challenge the idea that it can't be done. I, I, I can remember when I was in high school, the idea that there would be girls playing varsity basketball was, was foreign. That didn't happen. My wife would have been a good basketball player, but she never had a chance. So I think it was just the the broadening of the spectrum of sports to include everybody. I mean, women are fifty two percent of the population. Why should they be excluded? You know, certainly when when we see them play, when we appreciate the game for what it is, you know, it's not played above the rim. I'm talking about basketball here, not played above the rim. You know, it's not it's played it's it's on the floor. And it's a different kind of game. You have to accept it as that. When you see that, and you see it in baseball, Colorado Silver Bullets, I enjoyed that because they're playing a game that, with which they're not familiar. But it was always fun to see people trying to expand the boundaries of possibility. And that's what girls high school basketball has done for me. Certainly what the Colorado Silver Bullets did for me also. Now, how many milk duds have you consumed in your life? Actually, great question. Actually, I figured that up one time, you know, because I've, I've covered about 400 games. And if you figure the number of calories in a box of milk duds, I probably have gained like 500 pounds in 12 years writing about the girls basketball. Your rule 1A states when not writing read. What's the last book you read? The last book I read, I reread recently for the third or fourth time is called A Single Pebble. It's time for One Big Question with Dave Kindred, author of My Home Team, Beyond the Mic. Dave, after your wife fell ill with a stroke, you didn't know if you'd ever return to see another Lady Potter's game. Linda Bisping said, quote, you will be. You can't quit living, unquote. How important were the Potters and these players to your life? Absolutely vital to my life. You know, I thought that writing was, writing kept me alive. It's what I've done since I was 15 years old was necessary to to be that person always there was no reason to quit being that person i had to be reminded of it by linda as you you quote her she's one of the mothers of one of the players you know and she had it exactly right and she knew the exact right right thing to say at the time and if you know, I, I can't really imagine my life without the 12 years of writing about the girls' basketball team because it was always fun. It was always something that I could do, something that I enjoyed. It was something I was meant to do. And as I've said, the it, it, my life, when you get to be in the upper 70s, you know, you, you don't know what's going to come next, you know, but you don't want to quit. You don't want to quit being who you were. And I think these girls, their mothers, the families, the coaches, all of them reminded me of who I was and who I wanted to be and made it possible for me to be that person even to this moment. He's gained enough calories to gain 500 pounds due to milk duds. Enjoyed every moment watching the Potters basketball team and want you to read my home team. Dave Kindred, thanks for taking the time to talk with us today. Well, I appreciate you having me on because, you know, this, it's sometimes, uh, sometimes people think that girls high school basketball is the lowest of the venues, but it's not. 
may have saved my life. And that, my friends, is a Beyond the Mic shortcut. If you're enjoying these conversations, please check out another Beyond the Mic episode to find more actors, artists, and people you need to know. We'd also appreciate a like and subscribe on the Good Pods app.